In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the evening everyone and welcome to another edition of ghost chronicles next generation i am ron kolak your host the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown the unexplained and the unbelievable the mystical the magical the macabre new england's own van helsink with me all the way from east bridgewater the blonde bombshell herself miss ann carrigan well good evening yourself how are you doing God, Donna Estas, uh, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Donna Esta, where are you? What? Uh, where are you? <laughs> hey, you know Spanish. I'm impressed. Hey, yeah, I took a way back in the dark ages of high school. I did. Yeah. You, you know what's really funny? I was in uh, college prep in high school, and my freshman year they gave me Spanish, which I totally destroyed. And then <laughs> they gave did. they gave me French, which I totally destroyed. And then my, uh, that was my sophomore year. And then my junior year, they gave me Latin, which I totally destroyed. Well, so finally, you can hardly uh, speak English. They're trying I know. To so with all finally, my sen- senior year, they gave me industrial shop. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't think it was in the cards for you to speak a foreign language, so... I, like you said, I can't even speak English. Yep. You, you massacre that, too. I massacre everything in every language. Any name, any yes. 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 anything yes. remotely tricky. Yes. <laughs> well, I, I do want to wish you happy Boy Scout Day. Oh well, thank you so much. And Didn't know that you. The, Boy Scout, the Boy Scouts were founded founded on this day in 1910. Oh wow! You know I should do that because I should know that because my son used to be a Boy Scout many yeah. years ago. I was in the Boy Scouts, but I got thrown out. <laughs> And then I went to the Sea Scouts, and I got thrown out of there. This but anyways, we're right along. <laughs> you know, and going on, of course, this February, and last last uh, week we gave some interesting facts about presidents, because this mm-hmm. is President's Month as well. Okay. And uh, do you know the first uh, Boy Scout to be elected president? Teddy Roosevelt? JFK. Ah. Mm-hmm. Right, Teddy Roosevelt, I the Boy Scouts. Didn't he help organize the Boy Scouts? Yeah, probably. I think he did. Ah. Teddy's, my, Teddy's my man anyways. But anyways, um, going on that same note, did you know that during, after the uh, Japanese-born Pearl Harbor, uh, they had to get a uh, armored uh, presidential limousine, but there was only $750 in the budget for it. So, <laughs> seriously. So wow. what they did, what they did is they actually uh, used Al Capone's. 
because at that Al time Al, Al Capone was being indicted and they had confiscated his limousine. So uh, Roosevelt ran around in Al Capone's limousine. Hey, why not? Right? Huh? 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 Why not? Isn't that cool? A good idea. Yeah, I think you so, know? too. It was confiscated cars. Exactly. I mean, the cops just sell them anyways, right? Nowadays. Right. For drug raids and things like that. So. Do you know Do you know who the only president uh, in history to hold the job as a hangman? That what? To held the job as a hangman. Held a job as a hangman. No. Yeah, hangman. You know, people are hang people, you know. Yeah, I got it. I yeah. got it. Stretched their necks, you know, the whole deal. Yeah. Yeah. Who? Who? Grover Cleveland. Really? Yep. He was once the sheriff of Erie County, New York, and twice he uh, sprang the trap uh, that hung somebody. Ew. Isn't wow. that cool? All these interesting That's... facts. I just love them. Where did you find all these I, treasures? I, I am just a wealthy of knowledge. <laughs> but anyway, speaking about wealth of knowledge, we have a guest that probably knows more about anything than anyone. He's the hottest working man in the paranormal, Mr. Jeff Belanger. I love you, Ron Kulik. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. How are you? And wonderful. Thank you. You mean I mispronounced that? I, I'm trying to get that flair. I always said Belanger, and I've always been told that's wrong. It's Belanger or Belanger or something. Belanger or something. I don't know. What is it? talk to you, Ron. I've missed you. <laughs> what is it? So what is it? Is it Belanger, Belanger, Belanger? You're just butchering it that bad. Um, and I'm sure he's been practicing all day. Too. Wait a minute. Ballinger. Ballinger, right? No, oh, Ron. No? Okay. I'm not even going to tell you now. Okay. Anyways, uh, Jeff is the founder of ghostvillage.com, which is the largest paranormal, well, it used to be. Is it still, Jeff? The largest I, you paranormal know, I haven't checked in a while. Yeah, but I, I remember when I started this merry road that I've been going down, and that was one of the first websites. That and uh, Fiona Broom's uh, Hollow Hill, but uh, and and Jeff took me under his wing and he he guided wow. me and made me the man I am today. Really? <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I want nothing to do with this. <laughs> I would disavow that too. Yeah. You take that back, Mister. <laughs> That's my, fighting words. This is my show, and I ain't gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, gosh, yeah, got Ron and I, we've known each other a long time. How many years? I don't at least, know. What... At least like 2004 or five, right? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got that Anheuser disease, and I can't remember yesterday, but that every day's a new disease. Every day's a new day, so I'm good. <laughs> yeah, well, good for you. It's Groundhog Day again, right? Right. right. I, we, we really have. We have gone back a long ways, and and uh, I've always found Jeff accessible. <laughs> despite what he wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I've changed my number six times. He keeps getting it. He's, he's finding <laughs> you. <laughs> wow. No, and, of course. And, and Jeff has also written like a trillion books. Uh, he is the the site. Uh, I don't know. What's your, what's your title? You're, you're with the Ghost Adventures anyways. And, uh, yeah. 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 You've been on TV umpteen trillion times on every odd channel there is. <laughs> you are speaking about yes, odd. But none of the mainstream ones. Yeah, and speaking about odd, you produced perhaps the most fascinating show on the internet, Thirty Odd Minutes. Well, thanks for that. That's true. I I, I have a pretty cool job. I, I admit it. I get to live and work and play in the paranormal, and that's pretty awesome. So, thank you all for for helping support that. <laughs> that is a fantastic job. I wish I could sign up for that full time. 
It is. You know, I mean, it, it was an accident how it happened. It was, it really was, when I was little, I never said, you know, boy, I would like to work in the paranormal full time because <laughs> when you went to school, that wasn't even one of the choices. If you remember all the different careers they told you about when you're in like elementary school, you know? Definitely not on the list. No. There's, yeah, medical field and firemen and lawyers and janitors and yeah. you know cooks and cleaners Library, and carpenters. Yeah. So many very partner. noble professions and and paranormal was nowhere among them. Um, <laughs> but uh, but no, I wanted to be a writer first and foremost, and uh, this subject just sucked me in as, as a topic that uh, I wanted to write about again and again, and, and it's and it's held me ever since, which is amazing because I have a very short attention span and. Um, <laughs> And it still held my interest, and so that's really cool. Very awesome. Yeah. I, the first that, time I ever the, heard is you. Is that the end of the interview? That's, that's the end, that, yeah. Is that the end of the interview? When do we go live, by the way? Oh, any minute now. Any minute. <laughs> oh, good. Let me know. The first time I heard Jeff speak was actually at probably the first time I, I met Ron in person was at the <laughs> uh, the Buttonwoods Paranormal oh, yeah. Conference. Sure. That oh, Revelation. Great. Right, revelation. That was the first time I heard you speak. And oh, it was, cool. It was wonderful, as always. Always wonderful. Oh, well, thanks. You're Thank very you. <laughs> and I was very new to this field at that time, so learned a lot at that well, particular venture. Yeah, no, I love, you know, you study this stuff in a, in a vacuum for the most part. You know, you're, I'm, I'm in a cave and I'm, I'm always researching and talking to people and interviewing people and trying to learn all I can because I just I have a lot of questions. And there's stuff that I find so fascinating, but until you put it in front of a live audience, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, you, it's tough to get a gauge for what other people find interesting. I mean, early on when I was, you know, just starting to speak about the paranormal at conferences and events and things like that, um, you know, there's stuff I found so fascinating. I'm trying to present it and, and you see people just dozing off, and then you say, okay, well, here's some orb pictures. Yay! You know, you know? oh, man. Wow, look at that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, it's, it's, so it's, it's great to have that, that energy of a live audience and, and, and the discussion, really, that it leads to when you're done. You know, you think you're, you're getting a handle on something, and then someone comes up, and they raise a great point, or they tell you about some other research they did, and you say, oh, man, I don't know anything, and you go right back to the drawing board. And that's what's so great about this topic is that it's so many different, you know, fields of study that combine, you know, history, psychology, mysticism, philosophy, you know, science. Uh, physics, all of these things just collide in the paranormal. It, it just can't be easily defined, and so we're always trying to uh, to understand it ourselves. We have a couple of chat room questions already. Yeah, they're, they're coming in hot and heavy. Yes, ah, they are. Like you um, in. Uh, we, the first question is, uh, Jeff, do you remember your very first paranormal article that you wrote? Um, I do, actually, I do. Uh, it was in uh, the mid-1990s, and um, I was working for a newspaper in Connecticut, and it was around Halloween, and I, I said, well, we've got to talk to Ed and Lorraine Warren. That would be a great Halloween feature for our newspaper. Uh-huh. And I, I had known Ed and Lorraine Warren since I was about 10 years old. I attended some of their lectures. Get out. And they were, yeah, they were super accessible. So I gave them a call and said, hey, I'd love to interview you. And they invited me down to their house and wow. their paranormal museum. And, um, you know, they showed me various things and did this big feature on them. And it, it was just, it was so cool. And then later on, it was, you know, it, it evolved from there. It evolved from covering all those haunted features every October to putting them into a website, which became ghostvillage.com, and then so on and so forth. I guess the rest is history. Wow. 
And uh, another question is, uh, uh, what is, um, you do so many paranormal things. Do you have a favorite paranormal topic? Well, I guess it, ghosts got me started, um, but all of it fascinates me. I'm very interested in UFOs and, and in cryptozoology and, uh, you know, all of those kinds of things. Um, every ancient mysteries, magic, um, all of it, because once you start down that road, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it, you realize how many avenues shoot off of, of every side of it. You know, I, I think it's funny years ago, and, and I think people are becoming more along, you know, thinking of more along those lines, that accepting more possibilities these days. Because early on, you know, in the, in the late 90s and early 2000s, when, when, when people were getting into ghosts, it got to the point where I swear a UFO could land outside and the ghost people would say, eh, not interested. You know, and you see, like, there's an alien abduction happening, right? Right outside, you, you just got to go look, and nah, it's not a ghost, you know. And and I'm like, wow. And, and, and at what point? And, and even you know, some of the UFO people would be like, oh yeah, this, we're dealing with an abduction case, but then they said their house is haunted, so they must be crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> say, wait a minute. <laughs> Those uh, maybe, alien people, they're nuts. <laughs> yeah, maybe there's more in common than uh, than than we thought. Right. You know what's interesting, Jeff, is is that I never realized how cold and calculating the English are. You know, I do Ghost Chronicles International, and right. they've already uh, debunked all orbs. Uh, they know the K2 is a piece of crap. Uh, <laughs> they, what was the other one? Oh, God. Oh, EVPs are uh, just pretty much going to be history very soon. And, uh, you know, now they're saying that uh, whoever said that ghosts were dead people, yeah, no, you know what? First of all, I don't disagree with any of those points. Um, <laughs> completely, completely. I I think there's some merit in in all of that. And and I think it means we should we should all be asking ourselves, what would cause an EVP? You know, um it does it have to be a dead person? I think Many can be accounted for by radio signals and things like that because I've heard it, I've, I've experienced it. We've, we've been able to explain it. Uh, and then right. I also, when, when you think about the hack shot, isn't that a radio? Uh, of course it is. It's just a radio, and, and it's an awful lot of noise, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't use a lot of this stuff anymore, I, I, and I never really did. Um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's been a long time. So That's because uh, you're too cheap, that's why. <laughs> I'm too cheap. I spend the money on beer instead of the equipment. There you go. And, um, well, that works, too. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's here's the thing you know you, you go out there if you're holding a, an EMF meter of any kind and it goes off in a haunted location I can give you a hundred reasons of of what could set that thing off natural reasons you know mm-hmm. shifts in the magnetic field someone gets a, a cell phone call someone you know uh, someone switches something on a, a, a 18-wheeler drives by a power line down the road and, and shifts the signal just a little bit so many natural things can set that thing off that. You know, I, I I just don't know. It's so inconclusive. But when you see an apparition, when you're standing there and witness something with your own eyes and own in your own ears, or you capture it on on uh, tape, you know that gets harder to explain, and I think a lot more interesting. Mm. So, uh, we just have a question that asks: uh, Do you think low tech methods are better than high tech methods? Uh, you know what? 
there, there's there's a lot of merit to the low tech stuff. I mean, it wasn't that long ago, just a, a century ago, people like Harry Price, the original ghost hunter himself, um, you know, would would lay down flour. You know, Victorian era era ghost hunters, right, would lay right. down flour on the floor to see if footprints would appear. They would hold, you know, put coins on the edge as a trigger object to see if they'd get knocked over. They'd use Ouija boards, all of these things. I don't think it's any more or less um, valid than some of the stuff we're using today. In, in some cases, maybe it's more so. Like I said, the, the electronic gear, lots of stuff can set that off. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's, it's, uh, it's just, yeah, but it's, it's all interesting. It, ha- it has produced a great industry, right? Cottage of industry of producing EMF pumps and oh, this oh, yeah. and that machine or whatever the heck it is, you know? I mean, <laughs> hey, here's the thing. If you believe in something, it, it becomes real to a degree. So, for example, the cross that Ron wears around his neck, he Ooh. believes it has power, right? He believes that there's... It has this, magical power. It, that's right. It makes him levitate. Not a lot of people know that. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's out. <laughs> so, uh-huh. you know, it, it, but the belief in it gives it meaning and power to Ron, even though someone who's not of that faith would, you know, say that that's, means nothing to me. It's just a, a, it's a meaningless symbol. Um, the belief in it gives it power. So someone who's using a Ouija board and gets results, uh, it has meaning. Someone who's using a K2 meter and, and believes they're, they're communicating with someone, maybe they really are, or, or maybe it's a manifestation of their own mind. I, I don't know for certain, but I know that people believe in it, and that belief creates reality, at least for those individuals. And it's but not... Isn't that the cool thing about what we do is that we really don't know. That's the whole thing. We have no clue. We, we, we haven't even scratched the surface. So our beliefs are really important. And in fact, my premise now is, is that the paranormal is really a personal experience. It really isn't more than that. It isn't meant for anyone else other than you. Yeah, and, and of course it is. It's, it's um, you know, years ago, I, you can't really preach anymore. There's, there's no point in it. You know, uh, mm-hmm. people are going to believe what they believe, but you can pass on what you've learned. And I've got questions. You know, I've laid awake at night wondering, are we alone in the universe? What happens after we die? Stuff I think all of us think about to some degree. Some, some of us think about a lot. Some, you know, think about a little. But w- when, you, when you consider those questions, when you have a ghostly experience, something where you say, okay, I'm of sound mind and body. I'm well-rested. I'm this. I'm that. And I just saw something I can't explain in any other way except to call it a ghost. Mm-hmm. It shakes you to the core. You say, oh, my God, that means there's something after death. That's, that's big. It's huge. You know, right. and, and you, uh, you, know, you, you start to wonder, what does, what's that mean for me? And so I'm just trying to find my own answers along the way. And I'm just happy to talk about it because I think it's such an amazing discussion. And, not, and oddly enough, it's something that can bring us together. You know, when you, when you talk about religions, specific religions, it's very dividing. You know, people say, "Oh, well, you know, you're, I'm not, uh, I'm not that faith, so I don't even want to hear about what you're, what you're talking about." But ghosts allow us to get rid of all the dogmas and things like that, and allow us to just talk about the basics. Are there spirits? Do we survive bodily death in some way, even if it's just some kind of like latent memory that hangs around and some people pick up on it or something residual? Still, it's really worth studying. Right. You know what? I hate to tell you this, but the uh, switchboard is kind of lit up, so I've got to take some of these calls, Uh-oh. or else they're going to be annoyed at us. Wow. So we have to let somebody on and talk. Yay! All right. Wow. All right. This is uh, Cherokee Girl, so let's bring on Cherokee Girl. Cherokee, Cherokee Girl, are you there? That sounds like I'm an Irish here. name. How are you, Jeff? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. It's awesome to talk to you. Oh, it's I'm glad awesome I got through. to talk. 
I, I, I'm, uh, I miss talking to you, and uh, I'm glad we're, we're on the line. Awesome. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, New Jersey. Oh. Wait a I thought you knew. I thought you missed talking to her. You should know from where she's from. What the hell is that? I know. I know. New Gosh, Jersey. That's okay. That's okay. I'm from New Jersey. Well, good. Well, thank you for calling in. Do you have a question, or you're just were we just chit chatting? Good job. Chit chatting. I, I just wanted to say that you're awesome. Aw, that's the best that's call so ever. Sweet. Aw, thank you. I do want to. I do want to put this out there. Uh, Jeff is married. You know. I know he's married, and so am I. That doesn't mean Shoot. I don't think he's awesome. That's right. Okay. There you go. Well, thank wait, wait, you. Wait a minute. Can you say awesome again? Awesome. Oh, I love it. Listen, you're one to talk, Mr. Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> well, Chelsea girl, thank you so much, and you made Jeff's day, I'm sure. You made thank my whole you. week. Thank you. made my day, too. Thank you. All right. It was awesome talking to you. You have a good night. You Bye. do. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. See, how cool is that? It's not even a question. It's just you a are date. a chick magnet. You know that? I am. Um, I wasn't That's all even I can say. Put on a put on the spot or anything. <laughs> well, it, anyway, can we get like ten more calls like that? We yeah. got another call, so uh, okay. we'll have to put it on. This is this is Allison, and Allison is from uh, Australia. Hello. Hello, Hello. Allison. You there? Yes, but I'm not from Australia. Oh well. <laughs> you sound yeah. You don't sound at all like you're from Australia. I believe she's, you. <laughs> she's she sound kind of sounds. She's distance wise. She sounds like she's from Australia. <laughs> How are you, I'm, from, I'm doing all right. Where are you from, yeah. for real? Tennessee. Tennessee. Nowhere near Australia, Ron. Well, sort of, if you dig straight down. In Ron's world, it's near Australia. Yeah. What's, what's the most haunted place you've been to in Tennessee? I've actually never been to one. I'm trying to go on an investigation soon. Well, do oh, it. you got to. you got to. Actually, Allison, we have a good friend out in Tennessee. Whereabouts in Tennessee? If you're uh, Michelle, is uh, what, what county is she from? Yet I forget. Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, <laughs> I, but, I can help you. <laughs> you guys in Tennessee have like the greatest haunting ever, the Bell Witch. Yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. So, do you have a question for uh, Jeff? Yeah. How did you start in the paranormal? Um, I grew up in an old New England town, and um, I just I had friends who lived in a haunted house, and so we'd sleep over and would break out the Ouija board and try to make contact. And then, um, as I was saying a little earlier, I went to school to be a writer, and this subject just sucked me in. So I was writing about the paranormal for uh, you know for newspapers and magazines, and then I started a website, and I was uh, I was investigating you know back in the late '90s. Um, that was just at the time where where groups were just starting to form. No one had TV shows yet or anything like that. We weren't even cool. In fact, quite the opposite. We were quite the out. Casts. Um, and so it just, it kind of grew from there, and I've been hooked ever since. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, but the cool thing is, like, you know, you, you, you can just jump in. If, if it's a subject that interests you, you can start by researching and going to these places, talking to people that live and work in them, and, and interviewing folks, and just getting a handle for, you know, what's out there. It's a pretty amazing field with lots of wide open space. And you can always read Jeff's books, too. That'll and to educate you as well. Oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, yeah, there's that. Shameless plug. Thanks, Ron. Yeah. There you yeah, go. You're welcome. Allison, thank you so much for calling in. Any, any other questions? No, sir. Well, All thank right. you. And you, you have a great day out in Tennessee. You too. Yep. Good night. Good night. 
Okay, that was uh, interesting. Uh, we have uh, another. Whoop, we just lost our other caller. Oh, no. Ron, Mom, what call do you back. Do no, no, no. Sakes? No, no, no. Anyway, so, uh, Jeff, I mean, you, 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 you're simply Mr. Amazing, and uh, you're just always involved, always doing things. I know that you have uh, events you do as well. I believe you have the dead of the winter. Is that already going by, or did I miss that? Uh, that's coming up in uh, at the Lizzie Borden House later in this month, but it's already sold out. So um, is that right? Wow. Yeah, it's at Lizzie Borden. So we've, it's something we did last year. It, Lizzie Borden's a small place. You can only sell. Don't be too impressed. You can only sell twenty five tickets because of fire code. So, <laughs> um, so I'm kind of you know I'm, <laughs> is that is that a, a big fish in a small pond kind of thing or you know? But um, no, it's a, it's a great place and uh, it, it, I love doing those things. It's great to get people out there and I was. Talking about this recently, um, you, you know, some of my favorite people that go to events are the folks who get dragged there by their significant others <laughs> and it, who don't believe at all. Right. And I, I think it's great. First of all, I mean, they, they can't be too uh, against the idea because they, they agreed to go, you know, on, on some level. But it's always interesting when someone starts the night with, look, I don't believe in any of this stuff. I'm here because my wife dragged me here and, mm-hmm. and whatever. And it's, but, it's great at the end of the night when they say things like, okay, I hadn't considered a lot of this stuff. And maybe, just maybe, you know, and you say, that's, that's all we ask. You, you accept, accept yeah. possibilities. They're the people that the stuff always happens to. Yeah, right, yeah. Always. Stuff, you know, I take my husband. He's like, oh, this just happened. And I'm like, just shut up, okay? <laughs> just shut up. That's what just I always say. Just shut up. It's no, not happened should... to me. I know, I know. But it's, it's great to have those folks around. It's, it's, um, I know. It, it's it's I just them. It's awesome. Because the, whole, the discussion, really, if, if you're going to really talk about this stuff, you need to include everybody. You need to include skeptics. You need to include mm-hmm. religiously inclined people uh, and everyone in between because the truth is somewhere in the middle uh, if it can ever be found at all. Now, we have a question. Uh, what's been the biggest freakout that you have seen from any non-believer during an event? Uh, there was, okay, have you ever had Bob Merch on your show? Yes. I believe okay. we had him last week. Last week. Was he last week? Okay, this is a great Bob Merch story. Now, not, I'm not calling Bob a non-believer, but I'm just saying when he <laughs> first got started in this, he was, he was very much a historian and a collector, not so much a ghost hunter. He didn't. He never had ghost experiences or whatever. But it was hysterical because I got to witness it like in the neighborhood of 60, 70 seconds after it happened, right? <laughs> so um, we were in Mansfield Reformatory in Ohio, and I was on the second floor. You know what, floor. Jeff? You know, this is such an interesting story that I think I'll have have to wait until after the break. Oh, son of a gun. Cliffhanger. We both die at the end. Oh, go ahead. (laughs) Yeah, but you know, he actually mentioned you, and I have to bring something up as well. Okay. So when we come back from the break, uh, we'll go in it. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ann Carrigan and Ron Kolick with our very special guest, Mr. Paranormal himself, Jeff Belanger. We'll be right back after the following messages on TojiNet Ghost Channel and all beyond. Welcome to TojiNet. Radio with a cutting edge. Renowned and gifted psychic medium, Sylvia Rossi, explores the mysteries of this life, the afterlife, and the unseen world that surrounds us all. In the show called Make Contact with Sylvia Rossi, Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central here on Toginet. Sylvia Rossi with her special guests and other fellow psychics invite you to call in and make contact. 
with the world beyond and get answers to your questions. Psychic medium Sylvia Rossi has been sharing her gift professionally for the last 17 years. Sylvia has made it her mission to help individuals and families understand their eternal connection to loved ones that have passed on, bringing relief and comfort to countless souls who have been touched by her gift. She's had the privilege of meeting and working with many psychologists who continue to recommend their clients to her when conventional methods have failed. Now it's your turn to make contact with host and psychic medium Sylvia Rossi. Wednesdays at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Ian and our very special guest, Mr. Jeff Belanger. Yay! Okay, so Jeff, we we had that question where you were, you and Bob Merch were in the uh, yeah. did, Rolling did you, Hills Sanitarium. And, did, did Bob already tell this story last week? Because if he did, it's totally cool. I can skip it. No, I, I want to hear think... this. I want to see if it matches his. Okay. <laughs> so it, we're we're on we're in the administrative building. Uh, Bob's up there with uh, with Dave Schrader, who was running the event, and they were messing with us on the second floor, like with making funny voices and stuff. And, and you always wonder at these things. Like that's always my first assumption, especially in that crowd, that someone's messing with you. But you're like, we are in a very haunted place, so who knows? So uh, so I, I go running up to the third floor after hearing this, and Merch is just like. Oh my God! Oh my! Oh, right over there! The footsteps. Watch the door. Open. Step, step. Door closed. Oh my God! Like just absolutely like flipping out. It was so so funny. It, it, he had this like this voice that was just like, y- you mean all this stuff is real? Oh my God! You know, like uh, it, it was uh, it was really cool. It was cool. I didn't see what actually happened. Like I said, I was up there sixty seconds later, um, but it was neat to just see his reaction. Oh, yeah, it's the story he told us actually. He, he did yeah. tell us he was. Him and uh, Dave were were messing with you, and but you were a trooper, and you just took took it all in stride. Of course, of course, I'm a professional, sir. <laughs> professional? What? I have no idea. <laughs> Ron, tell those dead to stop calling you. Yes. Okay. All right. Jeez, Ron, you're a popular guy. Call. Yeah. Who it is? Phone's ringing off a hook. Yeah, um, phone call from the dead. Don't worry about it. But yes, definitely. Bob did tell us that story. But All right. Well, I'm sorry to repeat it. Right on the money. It's okay. No, no. We wanted to see uh, who was lying in this thing. That's why we wanted to get the truth of it. <laughs> Obviously, you got the, the truth, didn't you? Wow. Uh-huh. The truth and nothing but. Nice. We, yeah. we have more questions just flowing in here. Um, what has been your most unnerving or personally challenging experience to deal with? You mean besides this interview with besides, Ron tonight? Yeah, besides talking to Ron. Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, when you have those moments that, that shake you up, mine was my first when I was in the catacombs of Paris, France, where I was down there alone surrounded by six million human skeletons, mm-hmm. and I see this shadow, this human shadow, step from the right side to the tunnel and go to the left and then come back again, and I just froze. And the funny thing was, at the time, I was just like, okay. I mean, it, it took really hours and then days to sink in. But at the moment, when you try to debunk it and you say, okay, you know, no, I'm sound mind and body. I'm, I'm, I'm awake. I'm alert. There's no one else down here with me. I've checked. There's no way to get by me. If that's a ghost, uh, you know, as that sinks in, you start realizing. Now, I, I mean, at that point, I had already interviewed literally hundreds of people about their ghost experiences, hundreds, mm-hmm. and. I, I guess part of me was always saying, you know, I believe that they believe. I'm not calling anybody a liar. I'm sure they believe that, you know, what they saw. But suddenly you shift. You go, okay, wait, my eyes and ears are, are no better and no worse than 
you know, anyone else's. Excuse me. So if if, um, if if what I saw was genuine, I'm thinking an awful lot of those people uh, was the same thing. It, it's it's um it, it's it's an incredible thing that just rocks you to your core. I, in some respects, I'm still coming to grips with it, and that was close to ten years ago, where where, where you're you're still sinking in, and also not only that, still chasing that experience again because it was so profound. I want to have that experience again. <laughs> Well, if anybody wants to call in, by the way, they can call in at 877-864-4869, 877-864-4869, or you can join us live in the TogiNet chat room. Or if you have a question, you're too shy to be, do it either other way, you can go on to our Facebook page, which is what, in Ghost Chronicles, Dash, Next Generation, and uh, like us, please. We'd like, like you to like us. Oh, you can, thanks. you can pretend you like us. You don't really have to you like us. You can go, and Jeff has a page. You can go to his page, and you can like him, too. Oh, we like each other. We're all. Isn't it weird? We live in a world where we're like, I have 3,000 friends. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's a lot of Christmas cards. <laughs> yeah, how many people show up for your funeral, though? Yeah, like three. Yeah, oh. And, and oh, wait, wait, let me tell another quick story. Speaking okay. of funerals, Speaking of, you know, this one involves a guy whose name rhymes with Don Molek. Don <laughs> And this was a few years ago. Um, how was that? Uh, a witch we knew had passed away, and I had dared slash bet Ron um, uh, on something, and and I'll be darned if I didn't have to pay up. Uh, I, I bet him to bring an EMF meter to the wake, <laughs> and we're sitting there in a very quiet funeral home as the body's in the front and the casket and things like that, and it's rather quiet. And all of a sudden, I hear a cell sensor, <laughs> and I look over, and there's Ron with this big grin on his face, oh holding God. out his hand, going, "Pay up." <laughs> there you go. Oh my God. And, you know, let me just fucking. say. Ron is hardcore. Okay, uh, that's the real deal, right there. Ron is tacky. <laughs> you mean I I won't do anything for a buck? What are you talking about? No, I I I, uh, I I I paid up. I did. I paid up, and you I was did. impressed. Yeah, I'm sure you. Uh, my friend Michael Markowitz would bring uh, his recorder to a uh, funeral or a wake. The trick is to yeah. go up there and, and and put it in your hands and fold it like you're praying and then <laughs> and, and just start whispering the questions. <laughs> That's how I got grandma's EVP. Very cool. You know, Jeff, I, I, to be honest with you, um, I use uh, a story you told me uh, a, a lot in a lot of my lectures and a lot of uh, the talks that I give, and, and that's the one about your grandfather. Oh, really? You stole that story from me? Absolutely. Don't I steal everything from you? What the hell? Flagrantly. God. Jeez, <laughs> Louise. Yeah, no, that's, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's funny about, when you're talking about just, you know, various signs and things like that. My grandfather died in 2001, and I was, um, I was just, you know, one of, one of those great grandparent stories, you know, like where you're, you, you live close to them geographically, and, and, and you're just close your whole life. Just a great guy. Always made me laugh. Always close to him. And, um, and he died in his 80s. He died in his sleep, as good as you can wish for. But, of course, I was sad because I was going to miss him. And he was a funny guy because he had this, this thing where he would drive around and he'd honk his horn all the time when he was driving. And he'd be like, meep, meep, oh, I knew that squirrel. Or that tree's familiar, and there's the dog that I used to walk, and there's old Farmer Jones. And I'm like, you've never even been in this town before. So just a funny guy. And so the day he died, I was back in my apartment living in New Haven, Connecticut, which is a city, but a small city, but it's still a city. And I um and I, I was crying and I said, Just give me some kind of sign you're still with me. And not one second later later, right outside the window I hear me meep 
and I'm just oh. laughing and crying at the same time. And I said, that's it. That's my sign. I got it. You know, that, uh-huh. that's, that's totally it. And, and I can say, you know, the skeptical side of me says, I lived there for like four years, and I can tell you the car, the car horns happened all the time. You know, it was it, it, day and night. But at that moment, it just felt like my sign. Oh, the calls are backing up again, so uh, we're going to have to take another one. So let's bring on our next caller. Uh, Dee, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Dee. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles. Hi, Dee. Hey, Hey, Jeff. What's up? How are you? I'm good. I just saw your tweet and thought I'd call in. (laughs) Your tweet? So I I tweeted. I said, call me, and I just put up your phone number. And so people Ah! are probably curious. (laughs) 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 And calling. So how are you? Do you, have, do you have a question, or you just called to say hi? Uh, just called to say hi. What's the subject tonight? Uh, the subject tonight seems to be uh, me. <laughs> All about Jeff. I guess so. All about Jeff? Or Jeff? All about Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> All about Jeff. All about um, Jeff, Jeff and his experiences with the paranormal. I've got okay. one that I can share. Um, when my dad died, we kept getting phone calls after that would show up on the answering machine Um with the sounds of the oxygen machine that he was on before he died. Uh, ooh. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah, and the morning that he died, my brother went out to get donuts. It was like 4 o'clock in the morning, and my aunt and my mother and I were sitting at the table, and we heard footsteps come up the front stairs, and then the front door opened, the screen door, but the inside door didn't open. So I said, well, he must have forgot his key, and I opened the door, and there was nobody there. Wow. <laughs> You know, what's interesting is uh, Cal Cooper was a parapsychologist from the U.K., and in fact, he just wrote a book called uh, Phone Calls from the Dead, and he's coming over here uh, in July, and he would love to speak to you about that because uh, that, that's his uh, expertise of research. So uh, drop us a line. We'd love to hear more about it. That's cool. Thanks for it. Thanks for sharing that, Dee. That's really yeah, cool. Th- thank you, Dee. we we got to take some more calls because they're, like, backing up. It's like the sewage, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man, Ron. Right. All right, Dee, right, thank you. Have a good night. Okay, bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow, that was cool. Phone calls from the dead. All right, Shelby, you there? Hi, yeah. Shelby, how are you? Hi, um, I'm good. I'm kind of nervous, but I'm good. <laughs> Why are you nervous? Because I'm talking to the Jess. Like, you're so awesome. You have no idea. Whoa. You're the second person to say that. This is the greatest radio show ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, it what, is. What's this? Like, all your relatives, Jeff? Is that yeah. what you had to call in? Or? The mom was first. You must be my sister. Where are you from, Shelby? Um, I'm from Colorado. I actually met you at Stanley. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that's a great place. Colorado's beautiful. Um, I heard yeah. a rumor, Shelby, don't tell anyone, that... Uh, okay. That we may be going back there in November. So sh- yeah, you actually tweeted me, I think, and you replied to one of my tweets about that. Well, then the secret's out, isn't it? What a good guy you are, Jeff. Any other questions, uh, Shelby? We have got the lines backing up all over the place here. Um, I actually don't. I kind of heard the other caller, and you're going to ask questions, but I don't. I just really wanted to say hi to you because. You're so awesome. <laughs> uh, well, thanks. Thanks, Shelby. Well, Allison, I mean, Shelby, thank you so much for calling. Uh, okay, for we calling. really appreciate it, and you have a great night. Thanks, you too. All right. Yeah, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that's that's cool. All the way from California. Uh, what was that called? Colorado. It's all the same to you. It's outside it, of New England. Is yep, that a state right. or, or is that a territory? I can get which <laughs> one. Okay. A little of both. 
A little bit of else. All right, let's bring on another caller. I think we have Allison here. This is a different Allison, I believe. Different Allison. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Hi, Allison. Hi. Oh my God, I'm freaking out right now. Why? Well, then you called the right line, I guess. <laughs> You're in the right spot. Yeah. Wow. So, so you have a question for Jeff? Are you coming to Connecticut soon? I just put up something today. I will be in Connecticut um, at a place called, hold on a second, I'm going to be in South Norwalk in April, I believe. If you go to my website, um, it'll be up there. It'll Actually, it'll be uh, a place called Mystical Parlors in South Norwalk, April 28th at 6 p.m. So, yes, I will be coming to Connecticut. See you there. Oh, hopefully. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cool. Where are you in Connecticut? In Groton. Oh yeah, sure. By the uh, out, sort of by the casinos. That's a great area. Yeah. I, I lived in Connecticut for years um, on the New York side, and uh, it's just a lot of great history and a lot of great hauntings there. Cool Is that stuff. where they make yeah. all the fish sticks? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Next question, Ron. <laughs> all right, <laughs> Allison. Allison, thank you so much for calling in. Hi. Oh, thank you for answering me. Oh, yeah, it's our pleasure, especially Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. All right, bye bye. Have a good night. Oh, that's sweet, isn't it? Jeff, you always have this effect on women. Oh, uh, yeah. No, this has got to be a first. Oh Spe- yeah, I'm sure. Spe- especially the thirteen-year-olds. Uh, hey, whatever. <laughs> you know, it's good to have fans. Yeah. I guess all three of them are listening tonight. We'll, we'll have to call you Western House because you got fans. Okay, here are we, folks. Let's yep. bring on our next caller, and I believe it is Rachel. I love the name of Rachel. That sounds so sexy, doesn't it? Well, Rachel. thank you. Hi, Rachel. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Wait a minute. I'm you sound older than 13. I am 24. You sure you got the right show? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I got the right show. Okay. <laughs> What's going yeah, on tonight? Oh, yeah. um, not much. I was just wondering if you're planning on coming to the West Coast maybe at the end of the year or beginning of next year. I'm sorry, I, I, it cut out. I didn't quite hear it. If you're planning on coming to the West Coast, uh, I was I, there yesterday. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. cool. I really was. I was in Los Angeles last night. Um, well, I'm not that far. I'm like Nevada, Utah area. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, it's my fall schedule tends to fill up over the summer, so um, I'm sure it's possible. I'm out there at least once or twice a year. So, um, but we we did have a haunted meetup in L.A. Monday night of this week and it was pretty cool we met at a haunted bar called the golden gopher in downtown los angeles Ooh. and uh, <laughs> it was it was a great place and uh so a bunch of people showed up it was a lot of fun but um it's uh yeah no i i, I hope to get out there it's you just i never know my schedule until later in the year but yeah check it out. I, my schedule almost up okay i won't be able to go to or anything until the beginning of next year well well, then it doesn't matter if I'm coming to the West Coast, does it? Shoot. Well, I was wondering if you were planning next year. Yeah, I, you never. I'm, something's always coming up, so uh, I'm sure. Awesome, awesome. Well, that's all I was wondering. Have a great day. You too. Yeah, you too, Rachel. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, that was cool. Yeah. No, it's, it's um, you know, it's it's so cool. Like, I, I get to, um, you know, I get to travel around all the time and, and meet so many awesome people at these various events, and it's, it's, um, it's it's incredible just that the people that are out there that are that are interested in the subject and, and want to know more and mm-hmm. you know I, I learn as much from them as anything else it's incredible 
You know, I, I seem like you, you've got all, you, you're doing really well in the Santorum states that uh, he won yesterday, so that's, that's a good sign, I guess. <laughs> Ron, you are uh, so weird. Yeah, <laughs> so we let's, bring on, let's bring on our next caller, and I believe okay. it is uh, Lisa. Lisa, you there? Who? Lisa? Yes, Lisa? that's me. I'm here. Okay. Hi, Lisa. How, how are you today? I'm okay, thanks. Oh. Uh, you have a question for Jeff? Yes. Um, I experience a, a spirit or whatever. I believe I know who uh, it is. I'm still not, you know, certain. But do you think that being by any of the elements, if you're familiar with the elements, water, fire, whatever, yes. help in channeling the process? Because I know that once I feel like I'm done or I get exhausted, it drains me. So right. how do you feel about that? How do I feel about, like, elements, um, you Correct. know, enhancing spirit communication kind of thing? Yeah, ab- absolutely. Do you feel that it has anything to do here's, with that? Here's the thing. I, I, I find that – and, and, and let me start by saying I don't know for sure. Cause I, I okay, really don't. Yeah, but, um but I do find there there is an unusually high amount of uh, 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 eyewitness accounts that have to do with water in some way. Okay. Uh, and then also, I guess, fire, because, you know, candles, ritual, things like that. So I'm mm-hmm. sure that that's part of it. If you believe, if, if, if your belief system holds that these these things are sacred and, and the sacred can help make you more in tune with mm-hmm. spirituality, then it would make perfect sense that those yeah. kinds of things would enhance that. If okay. you're if you're not, uh, you know, a, a, a spiritually inclined person like that, or that's just not part of your belief system, then it probably wouldn't matter so much. Right. And, and likewise, if if you're more inclined to use an audio recorder than candles mm-hmm. and water, then maybe mm-hmm. that's the direction you'll go. Spirituality gets expressed in so many different ways um, that okay. there's no right or wrong answer. It's individualized. So okay. if, it, if it works for you and, and you like it and it's enhancing the thing, then, then it makes perfect sense to keep going that way. Of course, if you're frightened and you feel like this is something well, you don't want to do, I, then... I used to be. Now it's just a pain in the butt, you know. But <laughs> well, I've moved <laughs> recently, and I feel that it's not as strong, maybe, as where I used to live. Which right. was by the ocean, the Gulf of Mexico. So um, I was just curious on whether that has any, because I'm drained after I feel that, you know, not that I don't really dabble in dark art or anything. I don't, I don't want to. I don't encourage that. I don't want right. to open a gateway I cannot close. So right. um, I just kind of sense, you know. Well, sure. I mean, you, you certainly should do some type of protection, and uh, you, you yeah, know, you shouldn't—you really shouldn't be drained. That's—that's that's not a good thing because oh, that's okay. your your own energy. Right, I'm drained. Yeah, so yeah. I, I would definitely look at some type of protection to protect yourself because, uh, yeah, I'm kind of a little worried. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. okay. Any any other questions? That was it. I just wanted to know. I was confused about that, but I'm trying to understand my own abilities, so it's. It's sure. not a gift that I really can just give back, you know. Right. right. You should you should definitely learn a little bit more about it. Definitely learn about protection because uh, uh, it's it's really not good to be drained the way you yeah. are. It sounds uh, like. So. Okay. All right, Lisa. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. Uh huh. Bye. Bye. We have a couple more que- questions from the chat room. I don't know if we have time to squish them. Yeah, in. Let, let's put them in there. Let's bring them in. Oh, Fire them in okay. fast. Let's do it. Okay. Well. Uh, Ghost Girl really wants to know if Jeff and Ron have ever gone ghost hunting together. Yes. 
<laughs> we have? Yeah, we have. We did like the Tenny Gatehouse. We've done Houghton Mansion. God, Ron, where have you been? Were, were you? Were, was it just, did it mean nothing to you? It only meant something oh, to me? You cold and sensitive. Wow. God. Was it, was it good to you, Jeff? It was great for me, but oh, apparently Jeff, it was just like, meh yeah. for you. Well, you know, I got that in high disease. I can't remember anything. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> the next question, uh, most haunted B&B you've ever stayed at? Um, I'm going to have to go with Lizzie Borden. Okay. Lizzie Borden. There you go. Uh, have you ever been to the U.K. on a ghost hunt? I have. Uh, I've been to you the have? Hunt, and uh, I got to investigate the Tower of London after hours as a guest of one of the yeoman warders, which was an incredible, incredible honor and experience. Very nice. Is, is that in your new book, uh, The World's Most Haunted Places? Yeah, it was actually, um, it, it's, it, it is in there. Um, I, with the, with the, the second edition, the first book came out, and I sent it over there because uh, one of the Yeoman Warder had been gracious enough to give me an interview. And then I got to visit London after the book came out, and so then I got to go in. It was awesome, amazing place. You should all go if you're over there. Uh, okay. I, I do have one more call I want to get in. He's been holding there for quite a bit, so why, right. don't we bring, why don't we bring David on? Hey, David, Jeff. Yeah. Hey, Jeff. I was wondering how you're doing, and uh, what was your favorite place to do your ghost hunt? Uh, I'm doing well, thank you. And uh, my favorite place to ghost hunt, it's so hard because it changes all the time, but I love um, I love Waverly Hills Sanatorium in Louisville, Kentucky, and Mansfield Reformatory in Ohio just because uh, each time I've gone there, there's been some kind of experience. Even if it's just a feeling, it's just one of those places that are just electric, you know, when you walk in and it just, the, the activity always seems to uh, to produce. And, and it's exciting. It's a big, creepy place. Both of them. I know what you mean. I went to both of those places after I found out you did. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. So you're stalking me. That's just awkward. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, maybe we'll run into you at one of them. I'll, don't shoot if you see me. Well, b- before you go, Dave, let me ask you, did you have any experiences yourself? No, not really. I didn't really have that many. No? Okay. Just, Just curious. A few, like, curious. a few weird noises. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know, sometimes that's that's all you get. In fact, most times that's all you get. Let's face it. You know, you that's right. you, you go to a place, and it, it's always interesting when we lead big groups at the, in, in these things. Like, we'll do ghost adventure events, and there's a lot of fans there. And we've gone to places where, you know, something will happen. We were in Seattle, and, and this uh, there was this sound of this table getting dragged across the floor and 50 people 50 people all heard the same thing we all raced back there we couldn't explain the sound you know i'm not promising you it's paranormal but i'm saying we just couldn't explain it we did not find a a suitable explanation and um like an hour and two hours go by and people start going oh man it's been like two hours since anything happened (laughs) and you go two hours it's like you know it could be two months right (laughs) you know people get uh, a little anxious (laughs) well thanks a lot david you have a good night you too. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah bye-bye. Thanks for calling. Bye-bye. Okay. Any more questions in the chat room before I take another call? I don't see any. I think good. we got caught up. Okay. This is good news. Uh, Jennifer, are you there? Yep, Jennifer? I'm here. Hi. Hello. Hey, Jennifer. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am well. I'm a big fan of you. And um, I do have a question, if you don't mind. Not at all. Um, my biggest question for you is, how do you plan out and pick the places that you pick for ghost adventures? I think that's probably one of my biggest Yeah, questions. no, that's a, that's a 
that's a good question. It's um, okay. it's always a process. You know, we're always, always, all of us, everybody that works on the show is looking for, for great locations all the time. And we okay. kick around tons of places, you know. Um, for every one we pick, I bet we looked at 20 or 30 others. And so sometimes we're looking at geographically, you know. For example, right now we're filming in the winter, and so we want to be in the deep south um, for the winter because <laughs> – because, you know, yeah. snow and things like that can, can mess up shooting schedules, so we can't risk it. So that's one thing. And then we want to mix it up. We can't just do all prisons. We can't just do all hospitals. And, but more than anything, we're looking for great stories, great history, where, where places are active and, and where our guys might have, um, you know, might have something happen and, and might be able to discover, you know, what, what's the reason behind the haunting. That's, that's the endless quest we're always on. That's, That's cool. the point. Yeah, it's very cool, and it's just very amazing, all the locations that you do pick. Um, I am from Illinois, so um, I live in Chicago, but any yeah. plans of coming out this way by any chance again? I know you guys were in uh, Illinois for the very, it was like this year for the first episode, right? The first season? The yeah, season we did, um, uh, yeah. Oh, what was it then? Places, Ashmore States. Yeah, um, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, we went to Ashmore State. What, what about what, wait a minute? What about Hull House in in Chicago or something? Uh, you know, the oh, one where the the demon child is supposed to have been born. I have been there. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of that actually. Yeah, that's no, over I've, by UIC, I believe. I think. Yeah, um, it's if you there's um if you if you take the Chicago Hauntings Ghost Tour, they'll they'll take yeah. you on it. That's Ursula Bielski's tour, and she's a great uh, Chicago ghost resource, and she usually runs a. Um, uh, and a, uh, a big conference in the fall, and I was there just this past October. Um, you know, had her conference. It's a gr- Chicago is a great town, especially if you love ghosts. Between Bachelors Grove Cemetery and uh, yeah. Resurrection Mary, the most famous yeah. uh, phantom yeah. hitchhiker in the world. You know, have you um, ever heard of Naperville Cemetery? I'm, I'm yes. from Naperville, Illinois, so that that we go there a lot. Um, we've been there, and um, another cool one is Ramsey Cemetery, and that's in Southern Illinois in Effingham. So I don't know. If you Heard that one, but that one was really good too. No, I don't know that one, but I did know Naperville, and it's it's just a yeah. great area. There's there's so much history and hauntings all around there, and yeah. uh, it's very cool. Yeah. We're running out of time, and we still got to grab a couple more calls. So uh, all right, well, thank you for answering my question, and yep. I'm a great, a huge fan, and um, I look forward to the new season. So sounds thanks. good, cool. Thanks. All right, have a great night. Okay, good night. Good night. I heard the uh, the uh, bell, so that means the pizza's the pizza's here. here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyways, you know, uh, next week is uh, Valentine's Day, Jeff, just a hint for you, so you don't yes, get Yes, I'll send you chocolate and flowers, my God. <laughs> okay, okay. Our ghost hey, but, meant nothing, but I'll still send you a Valentine. Next, but, you know, next, I, 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 next, I, I, really, I really have this lovely love story that I want to mention about. Do you remember Catherine, the wife of Tsar Peter I? Yes, she and I used to go bowling together. Yeah, so I figured. But anyways, she used to, like, have this wandering eye, and, uh, you know, she kind of, like, messed around, basically. And um, Peter caught on to it, and to teach Catherine a lesson, he forced her to watch her lover be killed and then pickled his lover's, her lover's head and kept it in their bedroom. Oh, that nice? That's hot. How sweet. Yeah, you know, it is hot. Yeah, that's what nice. I figured. So I just thought I'd bring that up because... Uh, you know, I can. Nothing uh, says I love you like pickled lover's head, huh? Yeah. Anyways, I, I do want to mention a couple of things I, I have coming up, and I know we're just about out of time, is that uh, my paranormal class, Paranormal CSI, is running. We have another one coming up in April, and uh, it's doing really well. And... Uh, 
It, you know what's interesting, Jeff, and, and I think you'll appreciate this because you're the, all about the experience, is that um, the Boston Globe did a piece on the, uh, the class that I was doing, and this guy saw it and told his brother about it. As it turned out, his brother used to be a caretaker at the place where I'm holding my classes, and he had saw two full-body apparitions, and one of them actually spoke to him. Oh, wow. And Ooh. he had never... He, Months went by, he didn't tell anybody until Thanksgiving when his family got together and he kind of told about, told him at that time, and then he told no one else until he saw that article, and then he came in, and uh, part of my class was interviewing, so it was perfect. Uh, he did an interview for the class, but he wrote me a huge thing thanking uh, you know, me about the class, but mostly he was able to get this off his chest for all those years, and, and there are a lot of, I'm sure you've run into that so many times. Yeah, no, it, it, it's it's always interesting where, you know, when people share the story, you sometimes just watch them getting lighter, you know, as they, exactly. as they get it out, right? You just, their shoulders are all tense, and they, by the end, they're just like, thank you for just letting me share that with someone who's not going to just mock me, and, right. you know, and, and that's that's a cool part. It's a cool part about what we do, and, and um, you know. So we are, we are out of time. Anything you'd like to add, your websites, which is Ghost Village, I know, ghostvillage.com, jeffbelanger.com. Yeah, no, just thank you guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for everybody who called. It was great to talk to everybody. This has been so yep. good for my ego. Next time I'm down ah. and out, can I just put it back on? And All right, I'll wrap it up. Good night. God bless. Good night, Jeff. From good night, everybody. From to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord. You're listening.